Welcome to the first episode of Wireless Reviews. In today's episode, I will be reviewing Dark Souls 3. Following the release of From Software's Bloodborne in 2015, the company had a tough bar to break. They showed that they could do it with Dark Souls 3 in 2016, arguably the most popular game in the company's roster, which still boasts an active player base. Starting with the story, Dark Souls 3 doesn't change from the FromSoft norm, with showing rather than telling. Dark Souls 3 follows the story of four lords of Cinder that must link the flame in order to continue the Age of Fire. However, these lords refused, and you, the Ashen One, must defeat them in order to claim their soul to relink the flame. In the usual Dark Souls style, this is presented to you in an opening cinematic, and then it is up to you, the player, to find out the rest of the story for yourself, via lore and item descriptions. The story is a form of sequel to the original Dark Souls game, in which you, the player, had to defeat Gwyn, the single Lord of Cinder. This is a fantastic story that was only improved upon in the DLCs released by From Software later. The first DLC, Ashes of Ariandale, which was released on October 25th, 2016, continues the story of the Ashen One, as they are tasked with saving the painting, painted world of Ariandale from falling into the Age of Darkness. In March 2017, the second DLC, The Ringed City, was released, and had players face against some of the biggest and hardest bosses the game had to offer in the ultimate battle for the Dark Soul. As is the main focus of the games in the Soul series, combat and bosses are the most topical part of the game. From the start of the game, bosses are a major highlight of the series. Combat feels a lot faster in Dark Souls 3 than the games that came before it, with movement feeling significantly less clunky and a lot more fluid. New and returning weapons have never felt better, and every hit you make on an enemy feels like the blow was actually delivered. From Software created instant classics and bosses, like the legendary Ornstein and Smurg gank fight to the tragic battle against Artorius the Abyss Walker, and in the release of Dark Souls 2, the company made one mistake in trying to top them with a massive boss roster. If they learned anything in the release of Souls 3, it was to keep their bosses in a story-dependent manner that matches the game. In doing this, the company created another fantastic roster of bosses that rival the first game's collection. Another popular part of the Souls games is the soundtrack, with the music taking a stylistic approach with, the no with a noticeable lack of music in the initial game's world. The first time a musical track appears after the game timer has started is when players encounter the first boss in the game, Udex Gundir, around 5-10 to 10 minutes into the playthrough. Although Firelink Shrine, the player's hub area, has its own soundtrack that plays as the player frequently returns to it throughout an average playthrough, there is no music throughout the game other than a new track for every different boss encounter in the game. The music is fantastic from the first song you hear to the last. Each track fits the boss it is tied to perfectly and is perfectly immersive in its own way. One community that is still thriving thanks to the nature of Dark Souls 3 is the speedrunning community. With us today to talk about this is Nems38, former speedrun world record holder and popular streamer. Hello. So Nems, why do you love Dark Souls 3 so much? Um, I think I played it when I was at university. I was studying law and uh, I just uh, played through. I used to like all the old Souls games, like 1 and 2. I liked 1 for the lore, 2 wasn't that good of a game. But um, what I did enjoy is like the boss fights and just trying to learn them. And three was the best, the best Souls game for a boss fight. So I really enjoyed yeah. just playing it again and again. Yeah, it's definitely. I think it's probably my favorite game for the boss fights as well. They're all so much fun. Yeah, they have a lot of uh, different attacks and just the way they look and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so how did you how did you get into speedrunning the game? Um, I was I'd come back from university and I would just be like, 
I'd play a game, uh, hang out with my girlfriend and stuff, and I'd be like, I just, I kind of wanted to do more with Dark Souls Three. I was just like, I didn't like the uh, playing online PvP thing, so I was like, and I don't did all the achievements. So I was like, don't know what more I can do. So I kind of just, I never even used Twitch. I just checked it, and I was like, I want to look on Twitch, see what people are doing on the game. And yeah. I watched someone called Pseudo Striper. He's a another English speedrunner. And he oh. uh, <laughs> he did a speed run, and I was just kind of watching, and he died like a few times to a boss. And I was like, yeah, I can do that better. <laughs> and then he, he finished his run, and the chat was going crazy. Like, he finished second. Like, everyone was, like, spamming, like, seconds, close to world record. And I was yeah. like, damn, like, if that's close to world record, then I could do that. And so um, was, I found it really interesting. Like so, a, yeah, I was like, like a, a, sorry, Proving God. yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a. Oh, I could do this. I can do this better. I'm gonna see what yeah. it's like. And then I did a few runs. Uh, it probably took me like two weeks, and then I got record. And uh, from there, I was just like, I'm done. Like, I'm I'm done with Dark Souls Three. That's the most I can do with it. And I I got YouTube comments from Distortion 2's fans because uh, he had the yeah. record at the time, and they're all saying yeah. you're bad. You never beat Distortion when he comes back, and like when he beats your time. And I was just like, oh, okay, well now I want to prove them wrong. So. I just kept doing it, and then obviously it just blew up from there, but pretty much. Yeah. Um. So why did you choose... I guess that kind of answers the next question. Why you chose three over the other games? Yeah, it is mainly the boss fights. I mean, I have... I did a few speedruns of DS2. Didn't really enjoy it as much. The run's a lot more simple, and I like the glitches in three. Like, there are a lot yeah. of skips and stuff, which I mean, think make it more challenging. Adds yeah, a bit more like, fun to it. Yeah. It's like watching... Whenever I've, like, whenever I've watched you do it, you've like skipped under half the game to get to uh yorm uh yeah that's like, in the end like of the crazy yeah you yeah skip just, a massive part of the game yeah it's just so crazy and it's also i guess three's a lot faster paced as well isn't it to the other two games yeah i'd say so the mobs and the boss fights like if you're you have to adjust a lot in boss in boss fights whereas one it's very much scripted it feels like a like you one-shot bosses and uh the fun for me is the boss fights and i think if the speedrun yeah. didn't have that I probably won't actually be into it as much as I am. Yeah, that's, I guess that's kind of why you're going for the old bosses run just now, aren't you? Yeah, it's more fun for me. And also, I'm just coming back from like massive breaks and uh, all bosses has always been like the most credited category and it's also the most competitive. So yeah, I want to go straight for that. Yeah. Um, so I, like, even though it's been out for, what, five years now, Dark Souls 3, why are you still returning to it instead of any other game to speed run? Because I've seen you've done a couple Sekiro runs when that came out, but you've really just been going for Dark Souls 3. Uh, yeah, I did a few Sekiro. I got the world record in that game a few times. Uh, I just got bored of it. I don't know. My community really enjoys Dark Souls 3, and I think mainly because I can focus a lot. I'm better at it, obviously, than on the other games, but I've done a few speedruns of other games, like Evil Within, Until Dawn as a joke, or whatever, uh, yeah. DS2, Bloodborne, but uh, only DS3 is just, it's just fun for me, and also now I actually have a challenge again. Like uh, for me, I dominated the game for probably three to four years out of the five, yeah. and now I actually have like someone who's really good at the game. Who, for me, it's a test of my motivation. For me, because at yeah. that point, it's like skill-wise, I don't think I can cap out more than I have. But motivation-wise, like I'm, nef I'm definitely not as peaked out as I was. Like obviously, when I was at the start, it was very new, fun, yeah. and now it's kind of like, can I do this again? and be someone who's as hungry as i was back then sort of thing and yeah. for me it's like it gives me a bit more motivation and it's just hitting that again to be honest that's mainly for me why i go back yeah so uh just one more question uh okay. who is your favorite boss in dark souls 3 
easily Gal. It's not even close for me. Um, Gal from the DLC 2 in Dark Souls 3. He's such a cool boss. Yeah. The arena's huge. The music's amazing. The, the animations are amazing. The moves. He has so many moves. Uh, and it's just epic. It's like the end of the game. It's the end of the yeah. series, right? Um, yeah. For me, it's just easily the best fight. I don't think I'm yeah. close to be honest. Yeah. The Dark Souls series has a sprawled web of lore that runs deep and creates a story that is almost cinematic. Dark Souls 3 adds to this in item descriptions, character dialogue, context and prior knowledge. Though the game can be enjoyed without ever having to read or find out about this side of the story, it can also be studied and analysed in a media that has backstories for nearly every area, person, boss and even piece of armour that your character can wear. This creates a side of the game that is nearly a hidden goldmine of story and world building that is done brilliantly. A very common trope in trilogies and stories is fan service, and Dark Souls 3 does not shy away from this. With boss arenas being similar or identical to arenas from the first game, returning motifs in the soundtrack to the first game, and the final boss of the game even having the same moveset as the final boss from the first game. Returning weapons are also featured and other boss bosses have lore ties to bosses in the first game. Dark Souls 3 relies massively on nostalgia and fan service, and it could be argued that it does so too much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wireless Reviews. Don't forget to check in next time when we'll be talking about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order.